Welcome one and all to the Bad Cody Funky Podcast, issue number 77. On this week's podcast, we're going to be uh, doing a special event here at Bad Cody Funky. <laughs> if you couldn't guess by the overlay and the general theme and title of this podcast, we were echoing the debates and the political uh, <laughs> circuits that's been going on in this world and specifically in this country. Before we get into the special event that we have for you this week, let's meet our cast joining us this week. We have Dave the Bearded Menace. I can't cast that here. <laughs> got TV's Casey. Good evening, gentlemen. We got Jay's Mac. I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> <laughs> And we've got Dot Chris. Thanks a lot, Sergio. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for thanks for uh, thanks for being here. I'm Sergio, everyone. Uh, and I'm Booster Greg. I am <laughs> <of a> <laughs> also on this show. Damn it, he's been uh, taken over for me. Sir, I thought I would leave him like out. How, I thought I would leave him out just this. so I could. I'm the captain now, Greg. The, <laughs> I've been in another dimension this whole time, and I'm back. And now I am the captain now. <laughs> Steer this ship right into a black hole. God damn it. <laughs> so our first item of nerd news, as we do every week on this podcast before we get into the meat of potatoes, you guys love it. Uh, we have uh, a movie. A couple, a couple different movies, actually. Yep. So drop this week, which I'm excited about, is the live-action Beauty and the Beast trailer. Um... Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite Disney movies, just because I really relate to the Beast, as you can plainly see with the <laughs> hair and the beard. Um, and we got a teaser of it back in May, I want to say. Like, Good Morning America dropped like a really quick teaser in the morning. Yeah. Um, the new, the actual trailer trailer came out this week. I'm excited for the movie, but I was underwhelmed by the trailer, believe it or not. Um, just because it showed, I felt like the CGI wasn't as great. The beast look a bit too pretty, to be honest with you. Like he still pretty. looked like he could be a model. What? I think he looked too what? pretty. What animal yeah. are you looking at? That that beast is pretty. What? But it's he Matthew. Just, he looks like he just looks like if you just shave him, he'll be okay. Like he doesn't have like a, a <laughs> like a, 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 a being like pug nose or like more pronounced canines. He just looks still human, just a bit hairier. Like oh, so you're saying he, that that they they beautified him. He's not he's not as beastly as he should be, or for, from what you remember from the cartoon. Exactly. Like, for instance, if you look at beasts from X-Men, especially like Apocalypse or Days of Future Past, any of them, Beast looks like a beast. He looks like a monster. It's not the blue. It's, it's not the blue color. It's like the way they did like the like the frowning of the forehead and all that stuff. He looks like a monster. This beast looks pretty. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. CGI doesn't look too great, but I mean, it is a trailer, so it'll probably be <laughs> polished by the time the movie comes out. Um. But yeah, it looks like a lot of the same lines are being used from the original like animated film. And it doesn't seem like it's going to be a retelling of the Beauty and the Beast story or a prequel or how it really happened. It just looks like because they've done that with Maleficent. They've done it with like Snow White and Huntsman. They've done it with like, a lot of like those Disney movies. It just looks like it's going to be beauty, live action Beauty and the Beast. And you know what? Now you mention it. It would have been really cool to do how it happened, you know, because we get that story in in the animated movie just just a little bit. But it would be cool to show, not tell. And then the movie ends off with him being the beast and being a curmudgeon, you know. That, yeah, that, that but it's been, like something yeah, not, not awesome really because like that story just happens in like in like five minutes. Not 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 even. It's just the old woman shows up to his house looking for shelter. He says no. She asks again. He says no because you're ugly. She turns out to be like a beautiful wizard. It's a tale of old time. Beast. But you know what I mean? Like, it's something that it, 
it would be really shitty, in my opinion, if they try to expand that really quick explanation into a feature-length film. So I heard that uh, the guy who played Gaston in this movie actually died because he tried to swallow three whole eggs, just like the Gaston in the animated movie did. And what? Just tragic. That's totally made up. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, uh, <laughs> was going to say, I heard it was four dozen eggs. I was going to uh, say, uh, we're going to fact check that and make large. sure that But, that's but true. now that he's grown, it's it's five dozen eggs. Oh, my God. So he's, he's roughly, roughly the size, size of a bar. <laughs> and for those of you playing at home, we have a fact checker on badcodyfunky.com. So as this thing goes along, you can. No, we don't. I'm just echoing. <laughs> go to, go, go to badcodyfunky.com. We got a fact checker. You can live fact check all these details. <laughs> I love that. I love that plug in the middle of the debate. Yeah, go to this website. We got a fact checker. Just right along there. Because <laughs> I can't be trusted. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, but what do you guys think of Disney? Obviously, printing money by making all of their uh, classic animated movies into live action. I mean, do you think it's lazy? Do you think it's actually a really good thing? Are Are you interested in any more? Um, mm. I'm I'm waiting for the Lilo and Stitch one. Is what I'm waiting for. Oh my Ooh. God! A live action Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh Damn it, Greg, that's why we pay you the big bucks. I didn't even think nah, of the that. One, <laughs> the one I'm waiting for, and I pray to like every single god and deity out there, they do a live action Gargoyles movie. Oh, oh. that'd be amazing. Like Goliath's what? still voiced by Keith David. Like it starts off like Braveheart in Scotland. They're running at each other and like. Gargoyles flying in the air. Give me a live action Gargoyles movie, damn it. Now wow. now you know they would they would really, really like twenties, you know, 2016, 2017, that thing by putting I don't know, like Hillary Duff as a police officer and then <laughs> Hillary like, Duff as Demona. <laughs> yeah, it would be so ridiculous. It's like she's girl know, in the big like, city and her friends are not from this world or, or, or something really cheesy like that. Or not from this time. <laughs> and and, and it know, comes to like, like, it's like Bronx or Brooklyn in the kitchen. Oh, I can't handle all these eggs and I'm making oh, pancakes. And she's like, oh, you guys, such gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> Got a bunch of stone hands. His <laughs> dropping plates and stuff. Look, the the, One the, of the cast like of Star Trek somewhere. The Next Generation is still mostly alive, so you can get mm, like half those voice actors Yeah, you can back. still do Xanatos, you can still do Demona. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Very true. Interesting. Uh, speaking speaking of movies, we have a very interesting one uh, coming up pretty 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 soon. Uh, Ghost in the Shell with uh, Scarlett Johansson as Mateo Kusinagi. Yeah. Now we're not going to talk about the controversy because that's been talked about. Now there was a trailer released, and uh, I don't know. They have a lot of scenes in there that are true to the original anime, but uh, I I don't know how that's going to translate to the rest of the movie. It's easy to do scenes. I mean, look at what Z- Zack Snyder does in any one of his movies. He has cool scenes, cool moments. Doesn't translate to a good movie. It translates to really cool scenes. So, having seen the, the trailer, like, what do you what do you guys think? I mean, are we, we going to get something that's going to blow our minds? Is, is it is it you know? I, I I don't even know how to judge this thing right now. Uh, next next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather fight Honestly, a hot thousand horse sized? <laughs> just, I mean, the fact that they conveniently call her Major just to get past that part. Like, if you even look on IMDb, her name is just Major, and that's it. It's not the full name. Ah, no, they, they call they call her Motoko at one point. The they trailer. do in the actual yeah. trailer. Yeah, you sure? Uh, maybe it wasn't the tra- was it the trailer. It might have been the trailer, or I watched a making of right after, and they referred to her as Motoko. I mean, it's um, possible. So at least they know on the set what her first order name is. Yeah. Right. Um, which would lead me to believe, like, I doubt Scarlett Johansson actually watched any of the Ghost in the Shell source material or 
you know, did any research whatsoever. She just she just shows up on set. I'm here, Scarlett Johansson. Wow. Yeah, it's like all right. So you want me like, naked or? And they go, no, we have suit. Like all right, because that would have cost an extra two mil. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not in love. Also, but. also, I think they're pandering too much to 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 the crowd with uh, showing yep. the 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 specific scenes in the trailer where you know where she falls from the skyscraper, you know where where she's in her room and it yeah. pans out. She's showing the advertisements are a virtual reality kind of hologram. <laughs> Kind of things like oh those things are nice those are to, to shut up the fans saying oh here we have we have everything that you guys like now now do, do you think that's going to translate to to a good movie or something decent? Uh, I don't know. I, I think they're trying too hard. If you ask me, it feels like some a lot of the story has been changed. Um, I don't like how Bato Bato looks at all. I think he looks like a fucking Bato tool. looks terrible. He he looks so weird. He's you so know small. What he looks like? No, you know what he looks like honestly. Like someone gave a, a, a pug steroids. That's what he looks like. He has these weird <laughs> yeah, looking jowls. Steroids. His face is all like smashed in. And like, you know what I can't understand? You guys remember um, Men in Black 3, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember the villain in Men in Black 3, how his eyes were? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they look Jermaine Clement. Yes. And they could have yes. done like the same yes. like, type of eyes that the villain had yes, in, in Men in Black 3 mm-hmm. in this. But they didn't. They just have like these two little like... I don't know, like Altoids, pretty much like on his eyes and like just sitting there, <laughs> Altoids. Showing, like, all messed up. It's like those burly eyes, just like pasted yeah. on there. <laughs> it's like they just took a stack of dimes and like, all right, let's do this. Those are the eyes. All right, we got it. Yeah. Yep, we we have the eyes. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He doesn't look like the whoever did they cast it here. But we'll, we'll we'll check that out later. It's the fact checker and badcuttyfunky dot com. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll take a look at that later. But uh, yeah, I, I think I think they should have casted uh, Ron Perlman. I mean, he he would have been he would have right? been a good. No, I, I would have liked The Rock. In all honesty, really, he's big enough. I would. He's big enough. Like Bato is yeah. a pretty big dude. I'm thinking of The Rock uh, with like that. White Bato hair, I, it could work. Well, I mean, you I don't, don't have to give him the hair. I mean, like you could, like just you know. put Ron Perlman's head on the rock body. <laughs> on the rock I think body. Ron Perlman's just too. We old. have the technology. We're not looking for the recipe of a perfect human, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, or John Cena, just to throw that out there. John, that, that actually would, would be pretty good. If that is hair white, and he was in there. That, that actually would work really well. Now, now, what do you think they could do to make this a good movie, or should they have never made it in the first place? Before we move on to the next subject, I think just give us more anime. You know, stop making yeah. live action movies. My oh my goodness, that is the perfect segue into oh, really? what I'm going to talk about here, <laughs> which is a new animated animated film from Warner okay. Brothers. Oh, okay. oh my goodness, we are talking about. Justice League Dark. What? Because you can't get enough of that Warner Brother goodness. So, in Justice League Dark, we see the Justice League, as the name would suggest, uh, <laughs> actually beginning to fight some demons coming up from the underworld. And they they got their hands for a little bit. They don't really know what to do yet, because uh, they haven't really handled anything like this before. So they call on Mr. John Constantine. Hellblazer himself to come help them fight some goddamn hellbeasts. <laughs> Looks like a good time. It's going to be great. Looks like a good time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What's great I'm, about it is I'm pretty Constantine is voiced by the same actor who played him in um the Constantine show. Oh, is it? Good. Yeah. No same way. guy voice, voice that's dead. Uh, Yo, that's he's, he's, he ended up being Constantine anyway. Get on you, Hollywood. Yeah. Now, 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 for for those not too familiar with with Justice League Dark, because I had a couple of people uh, message me on the social media, we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, 
Uh, and fact checker back at uh, <laughs> a couple of people <laughs> messaged me saying, "Hey, uh, I saw I saw your guys post on on Justice League Dark. Like, what you know, like like is it going to be good? I mean, is there like uh, more of a backstory that you guys didn't include? I mean, what's so, so what's like the actual deal? Because sometimes people people that I know don't generally read the whole article. They're like, oh, hey, I see the pictures, good. Well, what's this thing about? <laughs> um, it's it's essentially, and I never read Justice League Dark uh, when it came out. Uh, but it was the only good thing to come out of New 52. I just ref I refuse really? to believe anything good came out of New 52. I just hate it so much. But Peter Milligan, man, killing know, it. It's a it's I a know. magic Justice League. It's like if Alan Moore yeah. made the Justice League he always wanted. Hmm. Or I mean, if Alan Moore and Warren Ellis had a baby and he wrote Justice League. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, it's, I, I like the concept. I like most of the team. Like, Who doesn't like a team with Deadman in it? Deadman is just awesome. Like just oh, such yeah. a cool backstory. Uh, an acrobat slash daredevil type that dies and uh, is forever doomed to uh, go in limbo. Uh, and he, he's got that really funny accent. <laughs> Good old Boston brand. Uh, John Constantine, who, who doesn't like an asshole that can easily just own most magical creatures and is cocky, but with the right to be. Mm -hmm. um, and Swamp Thing. <laughs> Chris. Something's cool. It's a cool dude. Something's great. You have uh, Jason Blood, Etrigan the oh, Demon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Etrigan. Who I hope will just rhyme every line of dialogue. I hope not. So, like, that, I really don't like that about Etrigan. Oh, I uh, love I'm it. I'm glad they didn't do that in the... Bat the so, like, if you've ever seen the Batman uh, animated uh, 90s cartoon, Etrigan was actually uh, featured in that quite a bit. And I don't remember him rhyming in that, which I really liked. It's just, when it's they annoying. when they brought him to Justice League, everything he said was a rhyme. Right, but not. I, yeah, I, remember I that. don't remember if he did it in the anim, in Batman I don't think the animated he, series. The fact that you don't remember that if like neither of us can remember if he did it or not probably means he didn't. Because whenever <laughs> someone talks for rhyming conventions in a long period of time in front you of me, my brain starts thinking that way, and I hate it. Like well, he, does, he does have his uh, his transformation mantra, which is always around. That's fine though. Like a mantra is fine, right? Like we'll let that fine. one go. A mantra like Shambhala, no, it's a Wi-Fi password. Or Serenity now. <laughs> Serenity now. <laughs> so, so who's going to be the the breakout character in Justice League Dark, or who do you guys think is really going to shine? Besides, I, I, I get the feeling, uh, not knowing the full story, that it's John Constantine. I mean, is, no, is, is he's he's the answer thing. is Batman, of course. Who? <laughs> Has nothing to do with the original comics and is Ooh. just there so it sells. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that because uh, in, in the trailer you, you see the rest of, of the Justice League. Now, d does the Justice League actually play a role in, in, in the, the Justice League Dark? In the Justice League Dark, Dark? Are they there often enough to warrant them being in the movie for a long period of time? Because it looks like they're in the movie for, for a good bit. I, I, I think they're there to make the transition easier for muggles, in all honesty. <laughs> Like mm. people who, well, I, I won't call. There's them, Batman, call them Superman. So, so, right. so you guys remember the weird Half witchy reads. lady from Suicide Squad, Enchantress, yes. in hula yeah. hooping Enchantress, hula hooping Enchantress. Imagine Pop if she went a little nuts and took out the original seven of the Justice League by herself. Whoa! Wow. Then you call in the B team, the Magic Justice League, to take her down. <laughs> so that's probably why the original JLA are in this film. I love I'm that. Kinda bummed, Magic Justice I'm kind of bummed. Detective Chimp isn't in it. Oh, dude! Who are what? You're, is you're, you're going back to Shadow Pact, my man. I know. I miss Shadow Pact. Who, detective who or Chimp what is, is, is Detective just, Chimp? What is that? Just what it sounds like is a detective that's a chimp that can talk. He's a, <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's Damn it! He's a a Damn it! I knew it. <laughs> I've got a clue. Great. It's hidden inside this banana. <laughs> oh my god! 
<laughs> He's just like hey, the don't, coolest. Don't knock him. He was instrumental in finding the next Doctor Fate for a while. No, no. Yeah. For a second there, for a him? second there, when you said that, I'm like, he didn't say Detective, Detective Chimp. He probably said he probably said Detective Chip. That's what he meant. No, be a Chimp. Chimp. He meant Chip. Detective no, yeah, Chip. Chip. Fucking Chip. Citizen <laughs> Snip. I'm Detective Ernie Douglas, but my friends call me Chip. <laughs> <laughs> no, no literally, I'm putting you with, like, with regular sized legs. Think about what that looks like, and then Google it, and it, it matches exactly what you think uh, that looks like. I got. Oh my god! I'm all over you can it. Also, look up it's, Lancelot Link, and that is the same thing, but in the 70s, and like incredibly <laughs> torturous to animals. It's hilarious. Oh god. Is it like Dete- uh, Dunstan checks in, but featuring the D- yeah. Dunstan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, even good. Blue Devil. I'm kind of bummed Blue Devil isn't in it either. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, he's like DC's kidding. version of Hellboy. I know he's great. Mm. Sweet Jesus, he's glorious. It's a <laughs> <laughs> it literally what you think yeah, when I say actually. detective chimp. That's what you yeah. think. It's literally Sherlock Holmes, but like uh, a monkey. friggin' monkey. That's a monkey. This it's is great. great. You oh can't make God. this. Well, you can make this stuff up. Someone did. Someone did. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up that this is existing. Something for, else for that you can't he... make up that actually exists is the Full Metal Alchemist trailer. Hey! Um... Yeah, just like I was mentioning earlier, like just give me more anime. I think we have another live action adaptation of an anime, and that's Full Metal Alchemist. We had a thirty second uh, trailer drop yesterday, which showed like a lot of um, landscape and, and stuff like that, and then we saw a couple of transmutations here and there, and just like a lot of settings. And it's kind of more of a teaser than anything. But uh, I wanted to get, if anybody's watched it, I want to get your take on it. Um, are you excited for it? Are you just annoyed with this? What, what do you guys think? Um, next question, please. Oh, there you go. Damn it, Greg. We're not paying, <laughs> we're not paying you the big bucks. <laughs> next question. I think it's, uh, I, I loved Full Metal Alchemist uh, growing up. And these, these Japanese movies sometimes, uh, in regards to anime, aren't the best. I mean, look, look at Death Note, look at uh, Attack on Titan. Phoenix, Attack right? It wasn't too bad, but. Right. I, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch that one. I'm yeah, a, these live action ones, I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited, though, is that um, Fumihiko Sori, the guy who's directing this, told everybody that he's going to stick as close to like brotherhood right for the people who like the anime or the nice. manga itself he's sticking as close as possible to that and not the 2003 anime which i watched first because it came out first and i thought i enjoyed it until i saw brotherhood that <laughs> which blew is so it away much better. it's oh so much God. better so much better the animation team stepped it up the storyline oh was a bit more streamlined and it, oh god, you and it, it gave you like there's there's few things I can watch where I can actually get feels and take myself on a field trip and you yep. know just uh, the brotherly <laughs> love between field trip. Field, field, field trip. You did. Field 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 you hop trip. on the field bus, you strap in, you go on a field trip. <laughs> uh, it's great. You know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Anime, I, it's great. What makes the anime pretty good? Also, like going back to what you said, Serge is um, I've watched it. Now I've never watched any full alchemist whatsoever. I'm not gonna lie to you. I first started watching Brotherhood because of your suggestion, Serge. They said, just go for that and just have fun. So I watched it with my girlfriend, and my girlfriend doesn't come from a world of anime at all. I do. Even she got choked up on certain, like, episodes. Yeah. Like, she'd have to stop, smoke a cigarette, and she's like, why are we watching this? Like, <laughs> kids actually watch this? This is sad. So- it's like, that's, that's anime. You yeah, know? That's, that's anime. 
Yeah. Most people think it's cartoons, but no, this is what it is. Why so many people love it? This and, is and, and that's and that's a very good uh, d- distinction too, because I, I still run into people who are like, "Oh, those cartoons." I'm like, no, it's it's just a different way of storytelling. You know, yeah. I, I I don't look at them as cartoons. You know, I mean, they are Japanese cartoons, but like they're they're a bit more. They have depth. They have plot. They have like character development that you don't see in in, in live action TV shows. No. you know, and right. you, you you stick with these characters and just like uh, to go off topic a little bit. Um, uh, Naruto. I mean, I've been watching that since I was a kid, and he's actually grown up like since I've been watching it. Like, <laughs> right. like where we are now uh, with uh, you know they release uh, like uh, the, the the last movie. He's an adult and he has a kid, and it's crazy. It's right. absolutely crazy, and and you get to feel for these characters over over time. And even in uh, in in one of the movies prior to to the last one, he uh, you know they, they got he uh, got together with his childhood. Uh, friend Hinata and like they made it happen because it was a fan thing oh those two should get together and made it happen they got married yep. and they had a kid and I was like holy crap I've been watching since I was a kid and now I'm an adult he's an adult and he's getting married it's just crazy and you get We're that kind of feel up. so yeah <laughs> seriously so with, with Full Metal Alchemist you, you get that feeling so hopefully hopefully this won't suck I'm, I'm pulling my breath but uh, I, I think I think there'll be some cool live action moments with uh, the, the, the trans- transmutations and, and some of the alchemy yeah. they're going to do I, I think that part's going to be cool so if anything maybe we'll have cool moments just like Batman vs Superman we'll have some cool moments maybe not yeah. a full movie together but cool moments yeah I'm, I'm excited though you know it's I, I do want it to do right by me you know like I feel personally invested and of course I'm not actually invested but like of how much <laughs> how many times I've watched Full Metal Brotherhood like I, it's one of those shows that I've totally become comfortable just throwing it on in the background now and it's just one of my favorite stories and it'll hold up as one of my favorite stories of any genre of any medium ever like I just I regard it that highly now and for them to make a live action like I want it to be good you know and I also hope yeah. they're gonna do like the whole manga right they're gonna do the whole story so we really got to hope that this is not an hour and a half long movie for it to be right like they got to really bang this out in two and a half hours which will kill people to sit through a theater for but it'll be worth it I just hope they don't do what M Night Shyamalan did with uh, Last Airbender, and Ugh. like I didn't make it through that whole movie. We're not. We, we don't. Fit. We don't talk it. That's not something that exists. That's not. <laughs> this is a like happy time. time. I, I'm so you should be happy about this. It, it's. I will always acknowledge its existence because it's what happens when you try to stay too close to the source material. Like he tried to literally fit a season's worth of story arcs, including the filler, sure. in a movie. Yeah. And yeah. like, sure, like there's like, like, you know, there's always going to be casting disputes no matter what. Right. Like um, you did make the uh, the water tribe white when they, they are not supposed to be and stuff like that. Um, but everything else was there. You know, like I didn't even think they were going to put like the, I don't even remember its name, but the stupid monkey thing. Like I didn't think they're going to put that in, but they did. <laughs> Detective <laughs> Chimp. <laughs> thank you, thank you. No, um, so the, the, I hope they just use that as like a word of caution like they're trying to fit an entire season entire story into one thing and other people are going to have fonder recollections of you know maybe a side story or something like that that isn't ultimately necessary I hope they don't go down that avenue alright well that's all the nerd news we have for this week Bad Kitty Funky podcast stick around we're going into the main portion of our very special podcast, issue number 77. (laughs) 
Welcome, everyone, to the main portion of the podcast, issue number 77, the Bad Kitty Funky Podcast. It's a very special edition as we are echoing what's going on in our world, if you can't uh, tell by the title of our podcast and by the overlay here on twitch.tv slash Funky. Just wanted to thank everyone who listens on iTunes and uh, SoundCloud, everyone telling us specifically which episode they like, and uh, everyone coming to badcuddyfunky.com and also uh, talking to us via social media. Thank you very much. Just want to do that real quick. Uh, every four years, we here in the United States and in the rest, rest of the parts of, uh, <laughs> of Earth, uh, we, we take it upon our duty that is centuries old. We get to choose our next representative to the world in the form of Commander-in-Chief. This election has been very controversial for many different reasons. Some voted due to a lack of a viable candidate. Some voted because they thought the candidate was good for them. But either way, we voted. We have to move forward and, and come together. No matter the reason, no matter the outcome, the 2016 election is definitely one for the history books. We here at Back Hoodie Funky couldn't help but wonder one thing about this election. What if we had other choices? What if we could choose our own president of the earth? <laughs> of the entire earth, not just the United States, as we know we have listeners from all over the world. So each member of the Back of the Punkers crew is going to play a campaign manager for someone they feel would make an even better presidential candidate. And your vote will decide who is the official president of the Bad Cody Funky States, <laughs> which encompasses the entire earth. This week, we're going to start off with one of our newest editions of the podcast, Dot Chris. Hey, Dot Chris, how you doing? I'm doing pretty great there, Sergio. How are you doing tonight? Doing well, doing well. I'm glad you can join us here. I know it's been a busy week. You've been flying over everywhere for, for your candidates. And uh, we're very excited to hear who you're representing and why they should rule as president of the earth. Well, as you see, I uh, represent uh, the Dark Lord Sauron, uh, hailing from the Mordor area of Middle-earth. And I believe that uh, he has the strength and the power to guide us through the next four years. <laughs> that, that's great. Uh, I don't believe I've, I've heard of this. I've heard of this, uh, this, this guy before. Now, where's, well, what's, what's his origin? Where does he come from? Well, as you can see... Uh, Sauron actually hails from Middle-earth, uh, coming from the, the text uh, of, the, of history that is brought to us by J.R.R. Tolkien. J.R.R. Tolkien, if you will. And he has been ruling the Earth for several ages uh, until some, uh, some punks decided to uh, knock him down a few pegs. But guess what? He's back. And he's, he's ready for fighting. Better than ever. <laughs> That's great. Now, as, as we go along the rest of our candidates, we'll, we'll continue here with uh, Doc Chris. We're going to find out their policies and, and uh, what they represent. Now, now, how can this, 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 how can he help, <laughs> how can he help benefit us here on Earth? Well, as you can see, our country is, uh, specifically the United States right now, is more divided than ever. We need someone to bring us all together uh, by our own will or other. <laughs> Which... <laughs> This is the greatest thing ever. What? <laughs> oh my now, now I want to I want to get into I want to get into the, the the personal values of 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 your candidate, along with some some other key items here, because we, we need to get to know this this candidate in order for us to to vote vote for this uh, person. Say. So, what are what are the personal values of uh, of, of your lord? Well, so first of all, he's uh, he's really more of a giant eye than a person on his own, but uh, he does have some great values. Uh, in fact, he really likes order and, and coordination. Uh, and he's, he's ready to bring jobs back to our country because uh, he's, he's a big fan of the craftsmen. 
in, in industry. So we want to we want to bring industry back to the people. That's, that's great. And uh, which which industry is is he? Uh... Well, we're talking about uh, we're talking about building uh, some steel. Uh, we're talking about uh, chopping down those trees. You know, we're you know the environment. Sometimes the environment fights back. Wrong. We got to take them down. Right, so yes. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> now, does does he have any any in a family? What's his uh, what's his lifestyle like? Let's let's get to know him a bit bit more and more personally. Well, for the most part, he's a bit of a loner. He does uh, he he is known as what's known as a a, a Maier, I believe is how you say it. Uh, he is one of the demigods that we find here on Middle Earth. Uh, he was created by the supreme being Eru. Uh, Eru created both the Maier and the Velar. Uh, and one of the Velar, who is one of the uh, higher beings that we find here on Middle Earth, is his mentor, Melkor. Now, as we know, Melkor was a big contributor in shaping what we see as the current Middle Earth today. Now, that's, that's, where, we're at. that's where we're coming from. Vote for Sauron is vote for Melkor. That's great. So he's going to make a lot of industry. He's going to he's going to help create jobs. And it sounds like he he's he's a working man. Like he's a working being, and he'll help out the actual working person here here on uh, <laughs> on Earth. <laughs> Absolutely, be it uh, orc or orcai or, or even uh, even some uh, some humans that want to want to sway in the way of the Dark Lord. Uh, we're here for, to help you out. That's great. Now, uh, which which party does uh, does he represent? Uh, he represents his own party. I mean, That's he pretty much does whatever he wants, uh, regardless of, of, uh, of what everybody else wants. And you know what? If you have someone with that much power in charge, you know that shit's going to get done. That's crazy. He's a liberal. All right, so uh, <laughs> all right, that's that's great. Now let's let's get to know some of the rest of these candidates, and then then we can have uh, <laughs> we can have a discussion here. Now, uh, Casey, I see uh, you're here. Thank you for joining us. You've been flying all over, doing stuff and things, and uh, you've been championing for for your candidate as as well. Now, who are you representing? I do declare, sir, I've been a fan of Captain America since I was a wee boy, growing down south of the Mason-Dixon. Now, Stephen Rogers is the first Avenger, the Sentinel of Liberty, a living legend. In every conceivable way, you can discuss a man who inspires many. He sounds like a pretty, pretty big man, pretty big shoes, pretty big shield. Now, now, what's, what's his origin? Where, where does he come from? How can the people of Earth, uh, you know, can kind of get a feel for, for this guy? Well, quite fittingly, I do say he was born on July 4th, the year of our Lord, 1920, to a pair of immigrant parents, and he was living a young childhood life through the Great Depression, becoming a military man in his own right, giving his all. Despite not having the physical fortitude of your average soldier, he had the mind and the will surpassing those of a hundred, a thousand men, you might say. After enrolling in the super soldier program, he became one of the world's greatest veterans in World War II. A fantastic display of heroism to fight the powers of the Axis and bring freedom to the world at the time. For he was tragically felled in combat, frozen in ice for centuries, or not centuries, but damn near a century, I do say. Close to 80 years. Now, now you're, you're not up. really sure there, because it sounds like you're a bit unsure. Is it centuries? Well, it, is it 
Well, frozen in frozen in 1945, and with a sliding time scale of the Marvel universe, I mean, who can say? Wait, he's frozen, so so he's not a fresh candidate. We're getting an old rehash candidate here. Is that, oh, is that my boy, he is. He's been fresh out of the ice for years, more limber than a man half his age. To think so much less of Captain America would be. Oh, I do say a slight upon his person. Now, the now, most now, honest he, man. Now you're ever saying meet. he's old. How how old is he? Is is he fit to 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 serve in the office of president of the earth? If he he be some oh, really old old guy, he was frozen. Absolutely, he's a he's a man of of physical age of no more than I'd say thirty five, but moves around like a like a young man in his prime. Ah, oh, boy, Oh, boy. That's but a, I mean. Uh, oh. <laughs> sounds 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 like a dream. Uh, <laughs> what about uh, what, what what kind of family does he have? Well, what are what are his values? Well, uh, he's a New Deal Democrat. So coming from the heyday of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, he's a That's man right. of of many many positive qualities. A quality for mankind. <clears throat> looking for the benefit of those around him. Seeking a diplomatic solution. Before throwing down the gauntlet, and I do say, when that diplomacy falls through, he can certainly, certainly deliver a beating. Just ask Adolf Hitler, who he socked in the jaw himself, to end the war. So your candidate became popular by by beating up his his opposition? Is that what you're saying? Because you're saying he sounds like he has some really good noble qualities, but he's going around beating his opposition. Is that how our new president of Earth is going to... By all means, the man is a symbol. He's a a symbol of, of everything that makes America great. The son of immigrants achieving greatness through his own ability, through government-subsidized programs that were open to all. Achieving so many things in his own right and making decisions based on those around him. He's a man of the people, by the people, for the people. That's great. He likes to workshop. He uses uh, his well employees. And uh, that's, that's great. So, so why, why should people of, of Earth vote for him to be uh, the president? Because Captain America's true loyalty, my friends, is to the American dream. You've heard him say it countless times. And not even being dead could make this man avoid protecting America. Wait, are you saying that, am- that, that your candidate has died before? He's died and he's come back to life, my good sir. Holy crap, this guy's Brazilian. Or is it because he's There is, he's, there he's is so nothing old. that could keep this man down. Okay, nothing can keep him down except, except for when he died. Gotcha. All right, Except so we're going to move on to our next uh, our next campaigner, Dave. Dave, uh, thank you for joining us. You've been flying all over. You've been inside of Middle Earth, and I heard you uh, you just uh, conquered a Cyclops in the maze of the Minotaur. That's awesome. Uh, so, Dave, who is you, your candidate, and uh, why should they be president of Earth? We are the Borg. You will be assimilated. Your biological technological distinctiveness will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. We aim for peace. We aim for perfection. You will join our collective, and we will all be one. That's great. You guys sound like a really nice choir. So, what what is the origin of of the Borg? Where do where do they come from? Because the pe- the people of Earth need to feel like they they know the candidates. So, if they're coming out from the far reaches of, of unknown space, how how can we trust them? Where, where where do they come from? Do you know? We are from the Delta Quadrant, about a thousand light years away from your space. We became the power in the in your year in your year 1486. We have conquered many worlds and brought peace to these worlds. We represent no democrat democracy 
We represent nothing of these worlds. We just represent unity and perfection. Now, now you're saying they came from your candidate came from the, the, the Delta Quadrant. Now, we're not too familiar. So what, what are the policies of the, the Delta Quadrant? What will they translate into our society or will we have some kind of law and in, in, in all these things that we're not sure of? I mean, how do we know that they're not going to, you know, impugn us with some kind of hostile takeover? It is not a takeover. If you give up, there will be no war, just peace and perfection. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, this is great. Uh, what, <laughs> what, uh, what, 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 what party does uh, your candidate represent? There is no party. There's just a collective. Just a collective. That's great. So the book club. All right. Uh, so the uh, <laughs> what are the uh, what are the personal values of of the Borg? How how would they help out the uh, the people of Earth when they're president? We will bring perfection to Earth, to the chaos that is the human race. We once started off as you like humans, and we realized we were imperfect. We were weak. And we added technology to our bodies, and now we are perfect. And we, will, we are reaching out to give this perfection to other galaxies, to, uh, to other life forms across the universe. All right, so you said perfection a couple of times. So you're going to perfect the, the human race or everybody else to hear this on the planet may not be human through through science and technology. That sounds pretty interesting, and it's a really uh, good field to get into. So uh, let's, let's see here. So, so the people of Earth should vote for your candidate because they'll help us out through science and tech? Yes. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> All right, let's move on to, to Jay. Jay's Mac, thank you for, for joining us. We've been flying all over. I heard you uh, round has kicked Chuck Norris in the face and he died. Uh, that's great. So uh, let's see. <laughs> so it's Jay. Uh, thank you for joining us here today. Who is uh, your, 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 uh, your, um, your candidate? First of all, I want to say that the other candidates, yeah, Mordor, you look like a slice of orange, okay? <laughs> You're not going to get anything done looking like a slice of orange. All right. Thank you. And you're, Dave? I appreciate that. Yours is a cube. That's it. Just a glowing cube. My candidate, however, is great. He's the big boss. He's already everybody's boss. Right? He's also a snake, so you can't trust him. That's why you should trust him. Okay? This is Solid Snake's papa. He's going to be the greatest, best president of Earth ever. Right? He's a single action soldier. He's taken down governments himself. Why wouldn't you trust this guy? Somebody please tell me, why wouldn't you trust this guy? I don't trust him. <laughs> He's got an eye patch for Christ's sakes. I need somebody to help me out. I really, I can't leave. I'm being tracked all the time. I need him to get me the fuck out of here. As a candidate not, not, with not. one eye, I do, trust, I do trust one candidate with another eye. We must stick together. Two eyes are better than one. Now it sounds like he has, now, it sounds like he has, he has a, a couple different names: uh, Big Boss, uh, Solid Snake. How, how, how can we trust this guy to be president of Earth if he has if it's a couple different names and he's, he's toppled uh, governments? Well, like who who is he really? He is his own cabinet. He's everybody. He he only he only talks to himself. It's very strange. Um, he's got multiple personality disorders, so he's really he's talking to himself, but he's also Big Boss. He's also Snake. He's also Naked Snake. He's also some guy named Jack, and an even bigger boss I heard at another point, too. He also has three kids. I, I, he said he was infertile, but he has three kids. Somebody explain this to me. Oh, okay. So, so, so he does ha have a family. He's, he has some wholesome values there, would you say? Uh, no, no. He actually kind of tortured his kids. Um, see, listen, he had three. One of them turned out to be a total psychopath. The other one is actually the hero. 
Um, he's actually a great guy. And then the other one, he uh, nobody really knows a whole lot, but he was also the president before. So it's like the the president is going to have his dad then be the president again. It's like a reverse Bush and Quincy Adams thing, you know. Uh, I, I don't think he's doing it right, honestly. I just I need I need a way out of here, and I need somebody to to really send for a helicopter. But don't I mean he lives on this island in the middle of the Seychelles, in the middle of the ocean, and he's gonna he's gonna kill anybody. I just. <sighs> All right, sounds like you, sounds like you guys very trustworthy. So, so why should the people of Earth like this guy? Vote him to be president of of the Earth. He sounds he sounds he sounds crazy, but he also sounds like a, like a good kind of crazy. Maybe this is the kind of crazy that the Earth needs. Is that what they what I truly vote for? believe is that he's uh, he's doing right by the planet by keeping like an outer force away from us. You know, he's he's creating a a terrible terrible planet so so aliens don't show up. That's the only thing I can think of right now. He's just he's he's doing this. He's just running a horrible campaign, and I don't think anybody really is going to vote for him. But you never know; surprises do happen from time to time. Surprises do happen. Surprises that will, will all worry us for for the future. Up next, we have Greg. Greg, thank you for joining us. You've been flying all over. I heard uh, you mm-hmm. dived inside of a hippo, came out the other side, and now mm-hmm. you are more human than human. Mm-hmm. How are you what doing today? Um, so, and honestly, I just kind of needed the monies, and then this kid was campaigning, so I figured, you know what, let me go. And after hearing uh, the competition, I am glad I chose this candidate. Let me tell you why. Uh, he was born an orphan. Uh, his name is uh, Naruto Uzumaki. Born an orphan, kind of bullied as a kid, so he understands the hardships that mm. can happen when one is alienated uh, from a society. Has overcome those hardships, and has really uh, risen to become a true Hokage. So um, he really, really just knows the people. Now, now you're saying he's he, he's a kid. Are we going for a president of the earth who's a kid? Kind of like how there have been, been child presidents in in uh, in the past. I mean, it didn't work out so well for, for King Tut. Well, yeah, I mean, we've, we've come in such a long way, you know, since King Tut. And I feel like you could go for a glowing eyeball with a tie. You can go for with someone who's held against their own will. You can go with someone who may or may not be a Hydra double agent. Uh, can't really, you know, protect himself too well. Um, or you can go with someone who doesn't give you a choice in the matter. Uh, so I feel like I kind of got the the winning guy. No, uh, no, we're gonna really get does. we're gonna get to all that, Frederick, pretty soon. We're talking about your candidate here, so let's 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 keep you let's keep you on target. All That's right. fair enough. That's fair all enough. Right. Um, Stop pivoting. Pivot. Spivot. <laughs> I mean, you, you can fact check me too. On fact checking on backhandfunky.com. So. We got a fact check there. I am offended okay. that you used my physical appearance against my candidate. I'm, I'm just uh, look like that an orange. he decided to wear a tie. Very, I got and those from allegations, court. I do say those allegations of my candidate being a Hydra agent has been propagated by the Red Skull, <laughs> a known Nazi Help. sympathizer. Wait, wait, hey, oh, sorry, before, sorry, before we get to all that, before we get to all that, I have to go back to Uzumaki. I'm uh, outraged, Naruto, this, this so outraged. called, this so-called Hell. ninja, though we don't have any records of that. I mean, he's a ninja. But mm. uh, so, so what? What political Hell. political party does he does he represent? I mean, he's a kid. How can he have uh, uh, values to be president of the earth here? There's, there's, there's uh, my my, my candidate runs off of one simple value: believe it. That's great. It's a good slogan. It'll it'll trend. It'll trend. What do we believe? So. Uh, it. It. 
Is that like a Justin Bieber thing? Uh, it, it is defined by you. <laughs> um, and this is great. So all we have, we have all the candidates here representing, uh, I mean, the campaign managers representing their, their candidates. Now, I wonder oh. what to ask you guys. Like, why, why should the other guy's candidate not be fit to run this earth? Uh, I, I thought it, it spoke, speaks for itself. I just said it. they're all fairly untrustworthy. And don't really inspire that that hope, that message of hope, and that message of really anyone can could be president of the world. It's just a matter of if you want that particular person to be. So if you want someone who is hopeful and will lead to a brighter, better future, better believe it's going to be Naruto. Now, I wonder which one of you would win in a fight. I mean, which one of your candidates would win in a fight? Let's see here. We got Big Boss, as well as Naruto. We got Sauron and Captain America. Now, I'm not sure if Captain America can really stand up to any one of these other uh, candidates. What do you think, Casey? He's the greatest soldier that ever lived. You put him on an even battlefield with any single one of these, and he'll show you his finest finesse, the greatest physique, an unparalleled tactical mind, greater than any single hive mind, greater than any boy. Greater than any fellow soldier who is also fairly established. And, <laughs> and let me just say, I am strongly opposed to a thing atop a volcano deciding to run in this race. Well, a thing on top of a volcano, those Whoa, are pretty, some pretty slanderous words there. I for, think it stands for... against everything this great earth has stood for. Now, hold on a minute there. And that includes volcanoes Casey, being Casey, a natural get, formation have, we, of this we planet. Have give, we have to give Doc Chris an answer, uh, a time to answer. So it was your time. We have to get Doc Help. Chris. I'd say that that is very stereotypical uh, accusation that you're throwing at me. As you can see, I actually was not hanging out. Well, my candidate has was not been hanging out on top of any volcano. That's actually his workshop. Well, he occasionally does hang out in the volcano. That's only when he's uh, working with his hands and actually being a diplomat, creating rings for the various other races so that they may actually join him in, uh, in celebrating that that is Middle Earth. I'm actually seeing my candidate hanging out on top of the Tower of Mordor uh, most of the time. You can find him there most of the time. Now, Doc Chris, I've, I've heard that he's made one ring to rule them all. I don't know if these rumors are true. We're going to fact check that later on. Now, now, is he, is he planning just uh, to, to do a hostile takeover of this earth in order to become president? Are those rumors true? Look, 3,000 years ago, uh, my candidate actually was running all of Middle Earth. And then uh, some fairies came out of the forest, decided that it was not, he was not doing a good job, and they had a coup. Quite frankly, it was a coup. And uh, I will not stand for this. And he will not stand for this. And we, uh, we're, we're going to make Middle Earth great again. Great again. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> that's, that's great. Now, now, now the board, I wonder what the broadcast has to say about this. Well, what, what would your candidate say? Because it sounds like you're, you're, you're also uh, uh, trying to, uh, to, to take over the Earth very hostily. I mean, uh, the people are trying to vote someone who, who can lead them. I mean, it sounds like there's going to be some, some assimilation. I mean, uh, what, what if the people resist? Resistance is futile. We've been to many worlds. Where the best warrior has lived, and they're all part of the collective. Your Captain America will not stand a chance. Sauron. We encounter, we encounter a species much like your Urukai. They're called the Klingons. They're now part of our collective. Now, 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 I don't know if that rhetoric is, is, is good to, to put those two together. I think there are completely different, different races and species. Let's not, I just, just want to make sure we have a comfortable environment to talk about. They're all, all protein based life forms, and they are part of the collective. They're all imperfect. 
I would just like to say that I do know the difference between Klingons and Orakai. That is, I'm, I'm very, very offended that you don't know the difference between the two of those. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call you a racist. Your offense means nothing. In the collective, there is no race. There is just perfection and unity. I'm just going to go ahead and, and say really quickly, too, that um, you're right. No one's perfect, but it's those perf- imperfections that make us great. Believe it. Those are very strong words wrong. coming from Uzumaki Naruto Camp. Now, 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 Big Boss has been an actual boss. I mean, it sounds like he can kick everybody's everybody's butt here when it comes to becoming president of the earth. I mean, I, can, can, can he take on all of these other candidates? I've seen VHS tapes. So many VHS tapes of him strangling people from behind. I've seen him tranquilize people, and also he's sneaking around in a cardboard box on the Borg's ship right now. He's taking it over. He's going to crash it. I also think I might use one of these cardboard boxes to get out of here. <laughs> it sounds like he's being held against his will. we got to get some help. But uh, <laughs> now, do you guys have anything to say to the other uh, uh, campaign managers? I mean, it sounds like uh, each one of you wants your guy to be president of this earth, and the people are really undecided here. Now, we need to give people a clear and, and present answer here. Now, now, it sounds like each one of you has a very good point, but... Who really is the strongest one here amongst all of you? The Borg. We are the strongest. We've been around for thousands of years. We will prevail. I'm sorry, th- thousands of years? Uh, it, it, like no other candidate has been around for thousands of years. I just want to say, don't leave out my guy Cyron. You were defeated 3,000 years ago. You were irrelevant. I don't know. I, uh, I came back. <laughs> he came back. That's what's happening. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say if there is... Uh... It seems like after this, no matter what's going to happen, the Borg is going to try to take over all of us. Um, and would you rather a man with a silly shield, uh, someone who has only brought one ring to the party, um, or a guy who is holding a poor gentleman against his will, or someone who can multiply himself enough times to take on each and every bit of the Borg? Now, it seems like Uzumaki Naruto has a a severe discipline problem. Now, is he going to be so unruly and headstrong when he gets into the presidency of Earth? I think we found that um, he he can be unruly, a little bit of of an ADD child, uh, right? But when the challenge presents itself, he does always uh, rise to the challenge and follows through on becoming the best. And your candidate has come very, very far because uh, there was also word that uh, that uh, Sasuke from from the Uchiha clan was also running for president of, of the earth. And it sounds like he, he's really popular amongst uh, amongst the people there. I mean, is he more popular than your candidate? Uh, I want to say um, it depends on your point of view on that. And it is not really the position on the Naruto uh, campaign to comment on Sasuke. Uh, so we will leave it at that. Now, uh, Doc Chris, I, I, I received word in some pictures that there was actually an army outside of the gates of, of your candidate's uh, uh, estate trying to stop him from from running. And uh, he, I, I'm receiving word that he's going out to, to meet them. Is uh, what's what's going on here? Well, as you know, at uh, here at Mordor, we actually have an open door policy uh, for all uh, for all objectives. We like to work with our uh, our opposition to try to come to some common ground here. Uh, and as I'm talking for for someone who actually does not have legs, I certainly was not ready to run uh, anywhere. 
So I will be having help. Uh, I will have my vice president running, uh, Lord Lord Saruman, uh, the, the the wizard, very popular. Uh, I'm also looking forward to an all wraith cabinet, uh, which will be assisting me in all of uh, in the endeavors of, of helping Sauron run. Uh, I would also like to say that we do have the support of the LGBT community, as we do have uh, the Witch King, who is both a witch and a king, in support for Lord Sauron. The Witch King of Angmar. <laughs> yes, they're very familiar, very, very, very popular, and very, uh, very, very powerful here. <laughs> now, I want to, I want to settle the score between between Captain America and uh, and Big Boss here, because it seems like they have very similar similar backgrounds. I don't want to assume that they are similar as, as they are different, but no, uh, but, no, but, but but it listen, seems as if I mean, the, could, could they be interchanged as being president? What's what's the difference this, here? This campaign has a very large respect for Big Boss's service. I mean. World War Two, Korea, Vietnam, you name it, the man has fought in the war, and you cannot argue against that. But what we do have a problem with is this man has already set himself up as a tyrant. Uh, we, I've heard reports of a some kind of organization in a Zanzibar land. I mean, to go after the third world in such a way, and establishing a... A military without borders. I mean, it's just dangerous to the world community. Listen, he's promised me, he's promising us a heaven. All right? And we live just outside of it. I'm not very smart, but I know that he's, a, he's ultimately a bad man who might actually be good. I can't, I still can't understand this man. And I think that's why we trust him. Also, there may not be may or may not be an organization called the Lale Lule Lo who actually run the world. And the president's just a figurehead anyway. We're we not dealing with possible conspiracies here. My candidate himself, himself has destroyed a government conspiracy that went all the way to the White House. The Sons of the Serpent, Richard Nixon. It's all there. And my candidate's going to make more conspiracies and more organizations to get to make jobs he's making jobs and he's going to send people to go kill other people to make money and they're going to be called diamond dogs it's an honest platform sir an honest platform and i do respect you for that but i can in no way in no way endorse a candidate as untrustworthy as yours look he's an animal lover he loves animals does he now yeah yeah he's trying to make a fox and a hound come together or maybe it's his son's program i don't know now that's that's very endearing to 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 the people another question that uh that uh, (laughs) we have have some questions coming in from 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 the audience here and we have uh you know the people who are voting for the president of the earth now now the people want to know this is going to sway their vote who is going to be the vp for for your candidates Uh, well, for for mine, it's obviously going to be uh, Kakashi Sensei. Kakashi, the the the, flame, the, the famed uh, White Fang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think his work speaks for itself. I think I think that's a very uh, it's it's a very very noble team, Osamu Naruto and uh, Kakashi. Now, now, are they have they always gotten along? I mean, uh, I've heard heard some stories that you know, like your your candidate has some some hard times following uh, the orders of your VP. I mean, shouldn't they be working together? 
Uh, sure, but like any good duo, uh, there are, are two opinions and they will come to a conclusion in one way or another that will benefit us all. Very good, very good. Now, who is who is the vice president for the rest of the candidates here? This is going to sway people's votes. They want to know. Oh, sway people's vote? Uh, free ramen for everyone if Naruto is voted <laughs> in, so keep that in mind. That is bribery, sir, bribery, and we will not stand for that it. It doesn't sound bad. That is, it is a form of bribery. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna just, just scratch that here, and we're gonna fact check that later. There will be free ramen and what, what kind from? Uh, <laughs> I need you to fax me later. <laughs> uh, it, it'll, it'll be uh, pork tonkotsu ramen. You're welcome. Thank you. Very delicious. Now, now the vice presidents for for the other. Did, well, well, does does the board have a second in command, or, or is the board an all encompassing uh, uh, collective? Uh, we we've heard a couple different things here from what sounds like. And, a and I've heard they're led by a Frenchman. However. If it is necessary, we will use a starship captain from the year 2367 by the name of Jean-Luc Picard. We have named him Lacutus of Borg. He will be your vice president and your president all in one. Resistance is futile. <laughs> that sounds great. All right, who are the other, other vice presidents here for the candidates? Why, of course, for my candidate, there's no better choice than Samuel Wilson. A young, upstanding Harlem resident who, in his own right, has gone on to be a superhero known as the Falcon. He served at Cap's side for many years. The two of them know each other as good as brothers. Now, I heard, I heard the Falcon, uh, and this is for, from, from, from the, uh, the, the, some questions here for, from the pack, the audience. Uh, the Falcon uh, it seems to be trending as a very lame hero. Not too many people like him. They think he's cheesy and should be taken out of a... Oh, what, what, do, you, what do you say to, to, to all, all these, these slanderous uh, things here? The now, Falcon that's, that's really... where you're mistaken, sir. The, Fal- the Falcon is an excellent character in his own right, and he's even headlined his own book numerous times. Sure, as Captain America. Oh, perhaps, oh, perhaps. Oh, so your, your vice president, uh, the Falcon, ha- has a knack for, for dressing like your, your candidate. He, he goes into his closet and puts on his, his suit. Is that what I'm, what I'm hearing? That's, I don't no, know if that's no, what no. people can get behind what, someone who what dresses you're, up. What you're misunderstanding is we're setting up a legacy here, a dynasty of great heroes following in one great man's footsteps. Don't you think that after eight years of Stephen Rogers, eight... Years of precedent that we could transition right into a follow-up president in Sam Wilson. It's a tale as old as time. Now, but people are worried that if Sam Wilson does get into power, that he he won't be able to to lead as as president, as as stated here. He's a very lame character, and nobody likes him. He's stupid. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and I move along. So for uh, for for for, for Sauron, is is he? I, I think you've already answered this question uh, about about your second in command here. But who who would be the vice president for uh, Sauron? So I've already called him up on the Seeing Stones, uh, directly from my uh, from my candidate's perch uh, up on top of Mount uh, uh, Mordor. That he called him on the Seeing Stones out to Isengard. Uh, there was a very tough reception at the time, uh, but Saruman uh, the White has actually agreed to join me in my uh, leadership, uh, in our leadership to the the Middle Earth. That's a very, very powerful candidate. We've uh, we, we've read some, some news stories about how he's he's helped the elves, he's helped a lot of Middle Earth, and everyone seems to take his counsel. Even uh, Lord Elrond has has, has taken counsel, and uh, yeah, it seems like a very, very strong point. I mean, if he were were to become president of of the Earth, uh, would would he do a, a better job than than your candidate? Why why would it not be uh, uh, Saruman? Why would it not be uh, him instead of um, Sauron as your lead candidate? 
Well, uh, you know, Saruman, he's, uh, he's old. He's starting to show his age. Uh, while Sauron, he's been, he's basically been in eye for quite some time. Uh, and, uh, it's probably not going anywhere. It's going to take a long time, uh, to get Sauron down from his tower. And, uh, right now he's pretty content up there. He's not coming down anytime soon. Uh, as opposed to, uh, Saruman, who has actually been thrown from the top of, of his perch at, uh, at Isengard, uh, several times already. <laughs> gotcha. And uh, James Mack, who would be the vice president for uh, for Big Boss? He's a very kind man. He's very confusing as well, though. His name is Shalasaska Ocelot, and uh, he's been his his longtime friend ever since ever since the Cold War. Yeah. Uh, now, Ocelot is he an actual Ocelot, or is this just like a code name or something? Who, no, who no, no. Hold your question, sir. I've heard rumors. I've heard rumors that between the two of them, they've been in a relationship. Now, 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 slanderous remarks like that are dangerous. No, no, no. There is nothing wrong with these two candidates being in a relationship. Listen. But I would appreciate a bit of open honesty about their doings. What happens each behind other. closed doors and with each other is their business. I don't... I've already seen a fox get mated with a hound. I don't need to see a snake and an ocelot <laughs> also become one animal. It's terrifying. What, 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 what would that even, even be? What, what would that snake a lot? An os- Ocelake? An Ocelake. Yep. An Ocelake. Sounds good. <laughs> it would be a collective. Ocelake 26. It would be a collective in the board. That's great. Now, before we move into, into the last portion of the podcast here, any uh, uh, closing remarks from all of you campaign managers here about your, your candidate, why they should be president of the earth? We are the board. We can travel through time. If we are not elected, we will take, we will assimilate you without regards, and we will go back in time and erase your candidates from existence. It's very strong words from campaign manager for for the Borg. My goodness, uh, you don't have to worry about that. That last threat from the Borg. Um, I have reason to believe that they will make it past this debate. Hmm. That is all. Thank you. Believe it. Twenty sixteen. Hashtag believe it. What? Just threatened. It's crazy. And I just I just want Big Boss to forget about me so I can catch the next cardboard train out of here. <laughs> That's a great closing remark. Uh, I need to get Jason help. All right. And uh, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I was too busy thinking of how great my candidate is. and I'm sorry. Listen, we've looked at projections, okay, in three alternate timelines. Captain America number 250, What If number 26, and Ultimate Comics Ultimates number 16. Captain America has been president twice. We've seen it happen, and it ends tremendously for the United States. There was even a timeline where he was so, so enamored, he managed to beat Presidents Reagan and Carter. Now, Reagan, a noted noted victor of the presidency in a landslide, beaten by a single man running in an independent. You can't argue with the projected facts. We will go to these timelines and erase them from existence. We are sending board cubes there now. He will, it will be as if he has never happened. Stephen Rogers is a wily son of a gun. I don't know if you can make it to all of them timelines. His resistance is futile. He will be of our part of our collective. <laughs> oh, I just got one. It wasn't that tough. <laughs> One star. Closing remarks from uh, can't, can't be manager for Sauron. 
So I would just like to say that uh, a glowing giant eye in the sky is uh, quite the powerful image. Uh, I look at his face right now, and I say, I would certainly vote for this man. Still looks And like I think orange. you should, too. A delicious, <laughs> delicious, fiery, wreathed, great leader. Uh, makes really good fajitas uh, leader. Sauron, make Middle-earth great again. That's great. Right, we're just getting over to that time in uh, the podcast here and in his campaign where we have something very special. Greg. Oh, I'm supposed to come up with a secret question this week? Yeah. You're the host. Yeah, you yeah, son yeah. of a... I'm just kidding. kidding. Of course I have a secret question. Uh, guys, this week we had the privilege to kind of debate our sides uh, for our fine audience out there in internet land. Um for a little bit behind the scenes for everyone, we got to choose which which uh, campaign, uh, which person we wanted to campaign for. Uh, so I have, it's almost a two-part secret question. Uh, the first part is going to be directed at Surge directly, uh, and the rest, the second part is going to be directed for the cast today. Uh, Surge, my secret question to you is, if you were not the moderator tonight, which you're doing a fantastic job at, if you were not the moderator at, who would you have chosen? as your campaign, uh, person you're campaigning for. The person I would campaign for, I thought, thought long and hard about this, and by that I mean just right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, believe, I believe in Victor Von Doom. Now, uh, Victor that's... Von Doom, uh, he also has his doctorate, Dr. Doom. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I've been informed that's an honorary doctorate Listen, awarded we will by himself. These facts, this is my time, sir. Okay, you will not... Pivot us around back to your <laughs> candidate. We've talked about your candidate and his lame-ass fucking vice president. <laughs> okay. Dr. Doom is powerful. He knows what uh, he's I'm very so, wait, intelligent. Wait, wait, excuse me. He's excuse smarter. Me. He is excuse smarter me. than generally all of like your other you candidates combined. I would like to see you name a character that your president I would could have like as a vice president. for your microphone to be silent, sir, while I'm talking. You had your time to talk. Okay, this You is don't a, know other Latverian natives. Listen, you this, know this, little. Is, this isn't Fox News. I don't have to know the natives. I know I know my, my candidate. My candidate is a great and powerful man, like the Oz. A great and powerful Oz, except he's Dr. Doom. This guy has been through dimensions. He's bent gods to his will, and he will bend all of your sorry candidates to his will. Nothing can stop Doom. And then I morph into Doom. Hold on, I'm trying to rip my face... Your Doctor Doom is insignificant to the Borg. My we have Doom many demigods destroy the Borg. Doctor Doom will assimilate your Borg to his will, and well, you, how do you how do you Borg respond to his him. controversial policy on foot dives? <laughs> his policy his policy is foot dive, foot dive, strong down. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man! His campaign slogan: "This game is over." <laughs> Uh, I thought for sure. So here's how I thought tonight was going to play out. I thought for sure Dave was going to pick Darth Vader. And I thought for sure if Surge's not moderator, he would have been Kylo Ren. And I would have loved this is like my dream scenario for this podcast is uh, Dave says something and he has Darth <laughs> Vader mask and he says something. Right. And I, I talked to James Mack about this yeah. uh, the other day. And then Surge just looks into the camera and goes, look how old you've become. <laughs> and just like that. I just it. put on my Kylo Ren mask. Just the Kylo Ren helmet and everything. Uh, um, great. Well, we do the, have four years from now. Hey, yeah, there's always in four <laughs> years. Uh, the secret question for everyone else is: We obviously had very specific choices, and they were all varied pretty, pretty well. In all honesty, uh, we were. I know Dave was kind of worried that we would all choose the same thing, uh, which 
didn't happen, which is awesome. Um, I want to go right down. So I'm going to start with uh, Casey and we're going to end with Jay's back. Uh, Casey, why did you choose Captain America? I do say he's the best. All right. I, Besides I the accent. Like the, I can't the, do it anymore. Stop the accent. I think Captain America genuinely, other than, than having seen him be president before, um, I think he's just a real stand-up guy. You know, he's blue-collar. He believes in the traditional American dream. He's not willing to override other people's personal freedoms for his own benefit or for the government's benefit. You know, I've seen him get checked on it more times than you can count. You know, there's the whole speech where you stand your ground and you don't move if somebody's about to push you. And his loyalty really is only to the dream. Frank Miller wrote that in an issue of Daredevil, of all places. But can he make the, the, the tough choices, the tough and hard decisions? We're not I mean, campaigning. We're not this doing it anymore. Get out of here with that. With but the, can, but he, can he? Make the, but, uh, but, uh, pivoting. Can he? Look, the guy do. ended the Kree Scroll War, all right? That's two alien races that have touched down on Earth more times than we can count. Yeah. Um, uh, Doc Chris, what about you? Why, why did you choose Sarah? Uh, well, I mainly chose who I thought would be the most ridiculous when I said this voice and tried to defend his honor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it beats a Frank Underwood impression. I am yeah. not very good at it. Yeah, I, I did my, my, my ridiculous JFK Mayor Quimby. Uh, nice. Cope, and I just think that's, that's, what, what, it that's what it sounded like. I also, I also found this fun Halloween decoration that I was like, oh, crap, I can totally use this. That too. I like how you put a tie on it, too. I did put a tie on it. That's great. You're welcome. So I didn't even notice the tie. Look, my glowing eyes looking like very spiffy. <laughs> Yeah, Chris, I'll admit it was really hard to keep character and not bust out laughing when you brought yeah. up the uh, clone. Oh <laughs> and every now and then you would adjust his tie just a little bit. It's like stay in character. You got to make you him look good. Stay in character. That was probably the hardest part about the whole thing was trying to stay in character. <laughs> uh, uh, Dave, what about you? So you're you're not wrong, Greg. Originally, I wasn't going to go with Darth Vader, but then I thought, you know, that's what everyone would expect me to go with. Ah. Yeah, um, the unexpected. The old switcheroo. So I was like, let me think of something really good. And I was thinking, well, what kind of character can I go with like Vader who will just take over anyway if they're elected or not? And that's when I thought of Lacutus of Borg. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, Starship Captain, all that stuff. Then I went a little further. I'm like, no, fuck that. You said character. The Borg is a character. They're not just like a race. They're a full-fledged character collective. So I said, fuck it. We're the Borg. Whether you like vote for us or not, we're taking over anyway. And, you know, going across time and erasing people. Like, or basically, they would go and erase the other candidates from existence they thought as a threat. And then, like, assimilate in that timeline. So First contact is so good. That is true. Right? Uh, yeah. So, the only nice. tough part was, like, trying to find a voice changer where I can actually say something and you guys can still understand me. So, then I said, fuck it. I'll just, you know, do what I can do. Oh, bull. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Jason, Jay's Mac, what about you? So, I think... Big Boss is probably one of my favorite characters um, in any media. Um, he's willing to do what he thinks is he, he thinks he's doing what's right by everybody, right? And he's willing to allow everybody to hate his guts um, for an extended amount of time um, in order to see that uh, be successful. Um, so I, I do actually like if this person really existed, like I would, I'd be a fan. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, he's just he's just a badass, you know. Like he's operating without an eye. He's operating without an arm. He's got. Um, oh wait, no, that's actually. <clears throat> yeah, let's just say that. Yeah, he's operating without an yeah, arm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, no, can keep this straight, anyways. 
Yeah. Who knows? But uh, no, he's just he's just a rad dude with uh, with some bad attitude, you know. Yeah. Um, and for me, there's some multiple reasons why I chose Naruto. Um, Which is a really good he pick. Has, he has like, a slogan a already. Pick. If you listen to the English dub, he's already got a slogan. I already have the fucking headband. I was surprised um, he said that slogan because he doesn't really say that in in uh, the actual uh, Japanese I know, dub. Like, uh, I, think I, know. He, I think he said it like once in the beginning. For some reason, yeah. like the American and dubbers were like, he, let's he make does that calm a thing. Down. In the English dub, he calms down with it a lot later. Um, it was kind How of do you tricky. respond to the abridged allegations that he smokes cigarettes? <laughs> No, uh, we're not talking about that, Casey. God damn it. <laughs> um, and it was tough for me because I haven't finished Shippuden yet because there's a bajillion episodes. Uh, but mm-hmm. I just remembered like every time I would watch Naruto and he would say, believe it, like my girlfriend would cringe, like, <laughs> like audibly cringe. So I was like, yes, I have to use this. Uh, I thought about some other characters, in all honesty. Oh. I thought like Ty- I thought Tyler Durden would have been an interesting choice. Oh, Tyler yeah. Durden would have been great. So, he would have been oh, really cool. Damn it, why didn't I think of that? You should have passed um, it on to me. I obviously considered Booster Gold for a little bit, but then I thought like Dave with Vader, that would be the obvious choice. Although when he said started saying time travel, I was like, fuck. I could have totally <laughs> could have done that. So um I, Yeah. I think Jason, like the only thing you were missing that would have made your like your stuff even funnier would have been if you were just like chain smoking cigarettes. I know. And, I and drinking like coffee at the same time. <laughs> yeah, listen about this guy. There's something wrong with him. <laughs> uh, I totally missed on uh, two prime candidates, by the way. And this, um, you know, has to deal with my tie. Uh, I totally should have gone with Terrence and Philip from South Park. Yeah. Oh. Which is which was nice. Wolverine would have been good. But like. Michael Bublé. Yeah. Oh. Michael Bublé. Mm-hmm. This this close to going for Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow that would fit you very well. Hmm. Don't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, that, that's pretty much that's pretty much yeah. why I chose uh, Naruto headband slogan and uh, free ramen for everyone. That's still a thing. Twenty sixteen yeah. free ramen. And an even better thing in 2016 and moving forward is Back Into Funky Podcast. We always have hey. each Woo-hoo. and every week. We're off next week, but uh, make sure to go to backintofunky.com slash podcast. Also on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thank you, everyone, who's been listening and giving us some feedback. Thank you very much. Following us on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram for your instant status for a grammar application. Uh, thank you guys for joining us today on the Bad Kitty Funky Podcast, issue number 77, where we were uh, doing a fictional campaign for President of the Earth. On today's podcast, we have Booster Greg. What up? Jay's Mac. I've put pants on since uh, since it started. Stealthily, too. Yeah. Stealthy. I don't know how you manage that. Good, good job. Teach me the ways. <laughs> We've had uh, Dave the Bearded Menace. Resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. <laughs> Dot Chris. Make Middle Earth great yet again. <laughs> that was like a jingle. I like that. <laughs> Hell Hydra. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Son of a bitch. Wow, you sly bastard. Yeah, that's great. And I'm Sergio. Thank you guys for tuning in each and every Thursday as we bring you a new podcast. Thank you all for following and watching and listening everywhere you are. Everywhere you look, there's a place for somebody who needs you. Full house. Hmm. Anyway, uh, that's all we have for time. See you guys later, or we'll see you another time. Thank you for watching. Good night, everyone. 
Or never. Or we'll see you never. Yeah, I still got it in there. But I will probably see you another time. Uh, so just in case uh, you didn't catch it before, we are not doing a podcast next week. Very important to know. Uh, it is uh, here in the States, Thanksgiving, a time to spend with family. So we are not going to be... It's on Thursday, so we're not going to be doing the podcast for that. Also, vote for your favorite candidate from this podcast. We will put up a Twitter poll over uh, at Caddy Funky, and you can vote, and the winner will be announced later on. So your vote counts in this matter, uh, and there's no write-ins. So... <laughs> <laughs> Do you use notes? Yeah. <laughs>